Dan, can you give us some clarity around Joe Danaher's position? Has he officially requested a trade to Sydney? No, he hasn't. No. Can you tell us, will he be uh, at the Essendon Football Club next year? Well, the facts are he's contracted next year, so we'd fully expect he's playing in an Essendon jumper next year, yeah. We often, when there's f smoke, there's fire. Can you tell us where this smoke's coming from? No, we can't from our perspective. No, um, his rehab's progressing well, um, recovering well and um, yeah, training hard at the moment. So uh, he'll be playing for Essendon next year. John Longmire has hosed down speculation injured Essendon forward Joe Danaher could be on the move to the Harbour City. Danaher flew to Sydney last week to visit his surgeon and was spotted having lunch with Swans Chief Executive Tom Harley, fueling speculation he may be looking for a trade. Longmire asked about it this afternoon. Look, I don't know all the details to be honest. It was just a catch up with Tom Harley who was a mentor of his in the AIS. Joe was up here, as I understand it, um, seeing a surgeon, so they just caught up for a coffee. So. Is he someone you'd be interested in? Look, I don't think there's anything to be drawn into that other than the fact that I had a coffee. I think you're allowed to in this industry catch up with people from other clubs. Um, you know, it was, a, it was a great opportunity for me to, to ring um, a mentor of mine and catch up uh, whilst I was in Sydney visiting the surgeon. and. Um, obviously it's been blown out of proportion a little bit but um, you know, I'm really proud of the way that the footy club uh, supports me to do things like this and uh, we can squash that and move on. We can squash that and move on and move on to the Sydney Swans is exactly what happened after all those clips. Uh, which is always a, a funny world in the AFL. Uh, a quick reaction uh, with Grant on the line. How are you Grant? Memories like the corners of my mind. Joey, Joey, you've done us wrong, mate. You've done us wrong on this one. Uh, I understand why you've done it, but you've done us wrong. G'day, Scotty. G'day, Patreons. Hello, everyone. This is the Lunchtime Catch-Up Podcast. This is a very quick podcast. Obviously, we're, none of us were probably... A, well, maybe there was a little bit of expectation this may be coming, but I must admit I wasn't expecting it today. But uh, from the club officially that that uh, Joey Danaher has requested a trade to the Sydney Swans, and his reasoning is that he uh, would like enjoys the lifestyle. <laughs> and, uh, and, yeah, he and, wants and, to get out of the AFL world, apparently. Yeah, so... Uh, I'll be very blunt and honest. I don't buy that for a second, but but that's okay. Uh, I'm sure yeah. there's I'm sure there's a, a good size contract being offered. I'm sure there's a lot of security being offered. Uh, probably a, a five year deal or something like that. And where his body's yeah, at, know. I'm sure he's very tempted. I'm not really quite sure whether Essendon would want to match that deal with a little bit of uncertainty around his body and and maybe yeah. maybe that security pushed him over the line. But look. Uh, oh, look, I guess what's, what was your first reaction? Mate, we were, we were talking just recently about, geez, it's really, really close to the end of the, um, sorry, the start of the trade period. And it's the, it's almost the closer we get to the trade period, the less likely it is that he's going to actually request a trade because that leaves Dodoro with not a lot of time to do something in the week and the whole thing. So we were sort of maybe shifting to it not happening. But my initial thought on this is just I'm a wee bit gutted. I'm mm. a wee bit gutted because Joey, I mean, he was a he's he's a once in a I don't want to say a once in a generation talent because he's 
he hasn't he's done a lot, but he hasn't done generation talent kind of good. But he was he's he's the potential the, to be though. Yeah, the potential tall marking forward that Essendon so badly needs. His last name is Danaher. He can jump out of a gym. He's inspirational. He's the whole thing when he's up and about, right? And it's just it's just a bit gutted that he's leaving the club. But in the period of time that I've seen it, look, I'm I'm a massive realist in these sort of situations and the the contracts in the AFL mean nothing nowadays. They honest to goodness mean nothing. And especially if you're within the last year of your contract or coming up to another year in your contract or whatever it is, because the the players know. They know that they've got the club over a barrel. If they if we make him play VFL next year, um and it will lose him for absolutely nothing. So I hate the fact that he is seeking to get a trade after and I think you'll have, you've played or, or you will be playing some clips um, of where he says, no, 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 nothing to it, nothing to it, nothing to it. And then he's gone back on his word. But the other thing I've got to understand is that it's this kid's life. And unfortunately, I think, I actually think that he's he's angry at the club. He's not happy at the club uh, that they've screwed him over. And I tell you what, it's hard to say you shouldn't be uh, happy at the club for screwing him over. And, I just I'm disappointed, but I'm gutted that he's leaving. Um, and then uh, I guess it's just all right. Move on, move on. We didn't we didn't get anything out of Gumby. We didn't get anything out of these other players and Paddy Ryder and stuff and stuff left. This is the first player in the last good knows like I don't know ages five years or more. Like we lost Carlisle, which okay fine, but we haven't. Essendon hasn't lost many big names from the club in a good long period of time. This is the first one, and I think we've been lucky up until now, especially after the saga, not to lose Hurley, Hooker, practically everybody, who were hunted like animals after that um, that saga. Collingwood threw the kitchen sink at Hurley, and he, they all stayed. So, look, I'm a realist now. Let the greatest uh, recruiter in uh, recorded history, my man, Adrian Dodoro, let him loose because I, I saw your post on um, uh, on True the Red Sash today, Scotty. Yeah, okay, fine, Joe, you can go. Right, we we understand that you hold the power. That's fine, but you're going to be doing it on my terms, and I like that. I reckon that's probably where I'm at. Yeah, look, uh, when I first heard the news, um, it did. It, it oddly still takes you by surprise just because of the gravity oh, of the of, of the name talent. Um, uh, look, part of me all. Oh, Part of me, I know the narrative was like, how can a Danaha leave Essendon? I, I always felt like that was 50% true. But then I, you know, his dad played 115 games for the Sydney Swans and, and in some of extended family work in the, in the Swans Melbourne office. And uh, so yep. it, it's not, this is not going to a club just for the sake of going to another club. You know, this is for him as a son of a father. This is also a significant club in his family's life like his immediate family's life yep absolutely as well so it's it, it, you've got to take that into consideration but the other part of me go well you know last year we have joe danaher and strangely enough raz and a few others courting basically shiel in a cafe to say this is the club and and, yeah. our, and, our, and and basically shiel's telling him you know they're talking about their future and what they want to grow as a club and and, and that's 
that's the scratching the head part for me is like what happened in 12 months there that we have two leaders one is definitely gone um and one is you know let's just say shaky um and man i, I can tell you what joe's is joe's was another injury yeah that's what's changed <laughs> yeah i yeah maybe Maybe it's enjoyment. Maybe it's handling of his injury. Maybe you know, yeah. It's 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 kind of interesting. It's, um, I mean, you hear reports of Raz leaving the Crichton, you know, before it ends, you know, about two thirds of the way through. Oh, uh, did he? I didn't hear about that. Yeah. Okay. And uh, it, there's just some things you go, what what is happening and, um. I will say that, funny enough, Francis was the one that cheered me up today with that with that Instagram of all the boys, or the rest of the, a lot of the rest of the boys. There's still some not there, yeah. some not there like Walla, but I know they're for valid reasons. But, you know, there's a, there was a group there, and Happel being included, um, that, you know, just was sitting up there in Sydney and sort of getting along. And it is early October, so that kind of cheered me up because they have every right just to be away overseas with their partner and getting time out and... Um, and I'm, ho- I'm hoping this little, you know, group sort of get together is a, a little bit of a, an understanding of, of probably where we need to be as a group, you know, a bit more yeah. tight knit. And, um, so it, it, look, it, it, no, whether we like it or not, it's a huge hole, uh, that we have to fill and, and, Massive. and like, for me, pick five is unconditional, right? So that's a starting point. Like pick five. Let's talk. Yep. If we're talking trade, then then it gets tricky, right? Because that's where Dodoro was going to ask for more, and that's where the Swans are likely going to say maybe a, a low level player or a second round pick, maybe. But we're kind of stopping it there. That's where I think Sydney's first position will be. Um, now, for me, is what happens. I think the club would have an understanding where Raz is as today, right? Seeing it's Monday, the trade period. I think. Um, there'd be a little bit of an understanding. And that's interesting that no news has come out of Raz. You know, there's no statement from the club yet that Raz has asked for a trade. Yep. It still may come. But if Raz is on on shaky ground, right, and, and, and I think most fans even have a feeling, even if he did play next year, he's probably still, all of us are going to probably in the back of our mind going, is this, this is last year, you know, Um so does Papley come into it instead of another pick? And that's that's kind of where I'm at and go, I, I really, really rate Papley because he can go into the midfield as well as pl- be a very damaging forward. And he's very consistent. Uh, and he's a little he's a little mean, <laughs> kind of uh, nasty, full-on effort kind of player. And I'm, I'm more kind of me. I'm actually sort of going, gee, I wouldn't mind... Um, even though he's he's selected the Blues, he did note that, you know, if that didn't help out, he really needs to get to Victoria. So he just needs to get to Victoria. So he kind of gives you the sense that, oh, yeah, I'll choose something else if it's if, if I can get to Victoria. Um, yeah. And pick five and Papley kind of sits well with me because it, it gives you a 40-goal game player into your roster straight away. And, and it doesn't fill the, the Danaher hole, but it does give you then options, though, of being able to score a bit more. Uh, and then having that pick five and, and using either a second round pick or a future pick to or a player and trying to package that up for maybe a, a much more taller forward if you can. Um, 
The only other way I wouldn't, I would be aggressive for a pick nine and five is if I generally thought, and I think it's a very outside situation, but if I generally thought Jeremy Karen might be tempted. Now, I think it's unlikely, but... It's not a way considering he just played at a grand final. Yes, and I don't think we're probably a club <laughs> that's screaming excitement at the moment. That's just being reality. We're, we're just constantly finishing on 12 wins. Um, so I don't think we've had a growth. But saying that, he also knows we're a big club. It could be a fun club to play for in a weird way because of the, the blockbusters. He's never would have had that with GWS. He's a free agent next year. If he does go, you know, GWS will get you know, very little for him. So GWS also have to consider also too, like, hey, pick five and nine, you know, this could be it. This could be, you know, do we do we pull the pin early uh, if something's really entertaining? So I'm sure there'll be a thought process on that, but they're the kind of two ways I would be going. Um, but this could be, this has just got, last half an hour of the trade pit and period written all over it. Yeah, it really, it seriously does because <laughs> both people are given up a hell of a lot. Like they're given up, like Joe wants to go. I understand it, but trust me, everybody in the AFL, if you've spent any time watching or listening to Adrian Dodoro, he does not give away easily, right? Like he, he is the hardest person in the AFL to negotiate with. The rest of the AFL know it. I love that about him. And he's giving, he's trading even though he wants to go, he's trading top five forward in the NBA. Uh, <laughs> I was just watching. I was just watching that. Sorry. You've been watching um, ESPN again. <laughs> I have been watching ESPN just before this podcast. We're going to trade um, Joel Embiid for Joe Danaher. <laughs> Mate, how good would Joel Embiid? Anyway, um, <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, a top five pick in the AFL. Top five forward, sorry, in yeah. the AFL. Yeah. They've got a huge thing to offer the, to offer the Sydney Swans. And unfortunately, mate, that equals two first rounders. Joe equals two first rounders. If this was, if they were giving Jimmy Stewart, like God bless Jimmy, um, I love him to death. But if they were trading Jimmy Stewart, mate, we're not even going to be mentioning in the same breath two uh, first round picks, right? But Joey D, even <laughs> with his, yeah, yeah, even with his, uh, even with his injury issues, um, is worth two first rounders. It's just that simple, right? So. Five and nine definitely have to be on the uh, on the table. Five is on the table. I don't care what happens. Five, yeah. absolutely, we're getting pick five, right? Mm. Um, pick five, and then it's either Papley or nine. Yeah. And mate, I, the other the other person, what's the name of that um, the young kid up in Sydney that I told you about that I like, Blakey? Yeah, but I think Swans are shutting that one down. They're, they're not gonna. They're not. Gonna mate, I'll tell you what. Pick, pick nine and Blakey, and I'd be a I'd be a very happy boy. Yeah, well, that was so. That, a lot that of kid can play. <laughs> yeah, that kid can play, and he's a Victorian boy too. He's the son of what's his face, but his dad played bulk loads of footy up there. So, um, yeah, we're, we've got Essendon is going to be negotiating very very hard, and like you said, that's not going to happen on Tuesday morning. The deal is not going to get done on Tuesday morning. It will be. Like a Dylan Shield, it'll be. be... A, it literally could be a standoff and no one talking for four, four or five days. You know. Oh, absolutely. Because mark my words, right now, everybody um, cover the ears of your kids um, that are listening to the podcast. We can bleep this out in post. Um, but Essendon will be pissed off right now. They will be really upset at the fact that Joey's left it this late to tell them, 
and that they couldn't get a deal done or whatever they think, but they'll be really upset. And I don't think that they're going to want to talk Apparently, to Sydney just yeah, at the moment. Jack Noah reckons they found out a couple of days ago. But which okay. is, it's still late, but yeah. Yeah, and, and this is the thing. I think they're going to be slightly peeved and not want to talk to anybody. And then when Dodoro's finished um, yelling and screaming, um, I think he's going to focus. He's going to get real uh, angry. And he's going to ring up whoever the hell he needs to ring up in Sydney and say, listen, boys, you, you know what it is. I don't even need to tell you what, what I want for him. Um, so it's that, or you can um, take a large jump off a short pier, really. And well, then um, what's what's in his favour is I've heard reports of five years for a million a year, right? So if he would go, okay, you want five years, you want a million a year, and you and you've got a, and you're trying to do that from a contracted player, that's why you're paying overs, guys. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you know, you, you've said this a couple of times to me. Like it did, and it, it's a very good point you make. A contracted player like that, you pay overs. It's that simple. And the other thing too is that what kind of asset is Joe Danaher to Sydney? Now, when it comes to the SCG, he's he could kick a goal from the, the centre square, but the thing is so small, right? So Joey D is a direct replacement. This is the big thing for Sydney too. To put bums on seats in the post-Buddy era, which Buddy's on his way down in a massive way. Um, not in a massive way, sorry. But Buddy's on the way down, and he may not even see out his full 600-year contract or whatever he got. Um, Joey is the perfect perfect um, replacement for him. Yeah, exactly. Joey, Joey puts bums on seats. They'll, they'll market him as a Sydney kid. He's been a Sydney kid his entire life. He's just happened to be playing at Essendon. They'll have photos of, of his dad and Joe up in a Sydney uniform, and it'll all be a massive marketing exercise for Sydney. And they'll have a ready-made, so long as his body holds up, they will have a ready-made buddy replacement, right? And until they have a buddy replacement, they'll have the they'll be marketing the twin towers and the, all of this sort of stuff, right? Now that's cool, but for that privilege, boys and girls um, up in Sydney, you have to pay overs. And those overs, I mean, if 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 Cloak from Collingwood can get 900k a year for one year of reasonable performances, Joe, Joey is worth pick five and pick nine every day of the week. Well, yeah, it's what it's also intriguing is what is the family dynamic when you've got Anthony Danaher telling uh, an Essendon conference that his son's going to remain at Essendon. That's last week, and that's a week ago. Well, so that's. Uh, it's very much like the Hibbo situation. Michael Hibbard's dad was the exact, exact same, almost the exact same right. way. So uh, right. I think that's so what, parents. Yeah, parents always has their wishes though and they kind of trying to convince <laughs> an outcome. But it's it's an interesting dynamic given in the background for the, yeah, for, for the Dunhurst. Everything's too cutthroat now, man. Like the, the money's too much. It's I, a business, isn't it? I, it's a, we're becoming, yeah. becoming American sports very quickly. We really are. The AFL yeah. are already talking about a second dra- a second second trade period. Uh, yeah. And uh, so, yeah, we're, we're coming. We're, they're looking at the NBA market, seeing all the buzz that it gets. But this is a slightly different cultured sport. And I hope they realize that, that it, oh, it works. Weird, it, it works weirdly in the NBA um, because of how much talent there is. Um, and there's so many, you know, there's 32 kind of teams. Uh, so it's, it's, it's all kind of intriguing and, and players can go everywhere, but footy is a little bit more cultural diehard. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. And the last name is important and all of that sort of but, stuff. But, but we are losing it and we've probably got to, as fans, probably try as best as we can to deal with it. 
Mm-hmm. I think you're absolutely correct. I think, and I can pinpoint the moment that it that it started to happen, and it was when the biggest name in Geelong history, Polly Farmer, sure, um, that other bloke, sure, Billy Brownless, sure, but all of these massive, massive names in Geelong. The biggest name in Geelong and will probably ever be is Ablett, right? Now, if you could manage to prize the son of your greatest ever footballer and probably in the top three of all time, top five of all time in the AFL, if you could prize him away from Geelong and his entire family to go and play for money. in the worst club <laughs> in the AFL. For, now, yeah, yeah, yeah. 1.5, 1. 1. yeah. That's it, right? And that's the thing. It was just money. You 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 could sit across the table from from uh, Ablett and say, hey, 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 look at these hoops on this jumper, man. Come on. What about your dad? What about the history? What about Cadenia Park? And then another dude over in the corner piling up $1.5 million worth of 20s. Yeah. Like, come on, man. Like you, at a point, there has to be a point at which money buys you. And Joe's been bought. Everybody has a price. And you know what? I, again, I'm so much of a realist and a sort of realist in that I, I've got a price. You've got a price. Everybody's got a price, mate. And unfortunately, Joey, they waived so much money and so much certainty and so much whatever the, the apartment in the Bondi, security. whatever the it security is. security is, I reckon, a big part. That's it. Absolutely, the security for him that he just couldn't say no. Now, you know, we don't know. He may have been intending to stay at Essendon, but Sydney at the last minute up their offer to $1.7 million a year. We, we don't know what it is, right? It, it, we, we could have done this. We could have done that. He could have been very, very pissed off with the club, and that's the reason why he left. Um, but, look, with his dad coming out and saying what he was saying, at that moment, you never know. He might have been intending to stay. Then Sydney comes over the top with another two hundred grand a year. And if you say two hundred grand quickly, it doesn't sound like a hell of a lot of money. But, good Lord, that's a lot of money, right? So, yeah, I, I'm... I'm a bit pissed at Joe for doing it, but I will get over it real fast because it is no longer you 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 get drafted by a club, you play there your entire life, maybe for the last two, three years of your career or something like that. You pull a Dermot Brereton and you go play for Collingwood or Sydney or something like that just to grab the money, but you'll always be a Hawthorne player. It's not like that anymore. Gary Ablett was the moment at which AFL players gave up on club loyalty for money and yeah. if you're if you if you if you buddy james stewart you don't have to worry about it because no one is going to pay you the amount of money that it's going to take for you to leave a club like that and so that's fine but joey has probably had to deal with sydney waving a million plus in front of him and guys that is so much money and we we understood joe's price we now know joe's price and that's fine Honestly, I'm, I'm fine. It's not show friends, man. It's show business. And on that note, well, we've got to wrap it up because uh, I've got to, I had to do this very quickly because I'm going out to a dinner. But I wanted to get oh, I, nice. I, wanted, I wanted to get a, at least an instant reaction. And look, I, I, what I will say is this: is it's not a disaster, and it's and I. Nah. And the, the key part is let's wait until we find out in like 10 days' time what the actual state of play is, who's come in and who's come out. So the who's come in, I never underestimate uh, Dodoro on this part. Uh, so I, I'm going to wait and see what the end result is out of all this, and then I'll kind of make my assessment of where I think Essendon are placed 
in 2020. Um, but I always said Joe was coming back was never my Mr. Fix It. We're all going to be sweet. Uh, there's other things that at the club that need to be addressed uh, and and uh, selfless footy, unselfish uh, playing group, um, uh, tight-knit playing group. There's a lot of things that are also, you know, uh, are well and truly almost above even Joey on, on whether I think this club can get success. So those things, yeah, if, if they focus on those things and if we can get some half-decent players coming back in and a good outcome, then uh, I'm still fairly positive. So, but, all right. Uh, I've, all right, got, man. I've got to fly, but thank you so much for getting right, on the cool. line very quickly. Thank you, everyone. For no listening. worries, man. Thank you to the Patreons. Thank you for uh, sticking with us each week. We really appreciate it. Yep. And it's good Good night from Scott and Grant, I guess. Yes. <laughs> yes, indeed. Good night. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Bye. Bye.